Welcome back to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling, the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion. Hi, welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Tracy Hagerman, also known as the Happy Homeschooler. And once again, I'm here with the lovely Pat Fenner from Breakthrough Homeschooling. Today, it's just probably a few days before Christmas for you. And if you're anything like us, you've got your decorations up. Maybe you have some baking done. Maybe you have a bunch of gifts left to wrap. I don't know where you're at, but today we wanted to talk about what's in store for the next year. So first of all, I just wanted to wish you all a very merry and blessed Christmas with your families. And we just hope that you're just enjoying your homeschooling year and just enjoy your families during this time. If anything else, just enjoy your families. And so the thing that we're going to talk about is as we look forward to the new year, Um, It's always exciting to think about another year and what's going to transpire. We wanted to talk a little bit about how a word of the year can make a difference in your homeschooling. So I'm going to turn this over to Pat, who has utilized this in her homeschooling journey. Yeah, Tracy, I am so excited to be sharing this topic with everyone today because uh, I am admittedly a I guess a past uh, student of the New Year's resolution school, which increasingly got more discouraging as I got older, you know, even with, with schooling and parenting and all the things that just end up being put on your plate. My New Year's resolutions as time went on just never seemed to get done. But looking back at them, of course, they were too vague and too general or too large, you know, world peace is just not a good new year's resolution you know arrange for new world peace but what i've really found the word of the year my inspiration actually for it was uh, um, Teresa senecola who is the christian mompreneur she was very inspiring to me as a uh, as a mom as a homeschooler incorporating the word into the day-to-day functionality with and she was very it was a really good time and she talked about the word of the year and there was also another book that I was trying looking for on my bookshelves that had to do with word of the year so this isn't a new concept you know it's been around for a long time and actually when I was digging back I think the first one that I found was 2014 or 2013 that I had done a word of the year so I've been doing these a couple of years and what I did was you know, the whole month of November, December, would spend time in prayer and asking the Lord to show me, what do you have for me next year? You know, I'm ready. And he would usually come up with a scripture and I I would pull my word of the year from from that. And then then I go crazy because I love graphics. And so I would do a screensaver and I would do uh, images and I'd write about it. And of course, do a Pinterest pin and all that stuff. This is before Instagram when I started doing it. So, but I always got all creative on it. And 
actually right now I'm looking up in my office and I have this year's word is framed. I frame them every year too. This year's is remember. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and the judgments he pronounced from First Chronicles 16. So this year is very interesting because I came up with that word very much before COVID kept us all isolated in our little, in our little homes and away from people. And I've been spending a lot of time during the year because I've had that time to remember and to reach back and think about the times that the Lord has been faithful to me and to my family and to those I love. And it's been a fruitful year in that aspect. It's been frustrating. Who knew what this year? I was actually really excited about this year. I don't know. Were you excited about 2020, Tracy? I'm always excited. To me, I just, I don't know, to me, life is an adventure. So I kind of just go with the flow and make the best of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of the lucky kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I, for some reason, was really excited about 2020. I just felt it's a new decade and the 2020 thing worked and a clearer vision, you know, all those things that, that people were doing with 2020. And I was really jazzed for this year. I was really just so remember didn't seem to fit with how I felt mm. new, you know, of course, God knew, God knew in, in advance. And so that's been a real good word for me. But first year I did the word of the year was the word that the Lord had given me was foundations. And that was at a time when I had a, a little one and I had uh, two in elementary school. I think there's only one left in, in high school. We just were all over the place. And I felt that way, that we were just all over the place. And foundations was a real encouraging word for me, a time that it almost gave me permission to step back a little bit, pull away from the craziness and the hustle and bustle and, and really assess or reassess where we were going in our homeschooling. It was a year that I know we, uh, I, I did a renewed emphasis on character, training not only for my kids but for me and realized that there was a lot of work that that the Lord needed to do in, in our life and in our family's life. So that was where the focus of our homeschool uh, came into was, was foundations and building a strong foundation, uh, the emphasis on character. And of course we still did the academics, but they really kind of went by the wayside. I did what we needed to do for to meet our legal, you know, legal requirements. And uh, other than that, we were working on much more foundational and basic things. So that was an example of how it, it worked out. Uh, a year or two later, the word that uh, Lord had given me was reach. And uh, it was really, <laughs> that reach was the year that I published my first book. God just kind of, you know, that prayer of Jabez? And that was kind of what happened that year. And we didn't see that coming. Our kids just did really well in school. We flourished. They were flourishing. One of the things that I'm finding about the word of the year is that they are often a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. And that is so cool to see how God works that out, you know. I think the prayer of Jabez, I, I, I'm Canadian, so I say Jabez. So maybe I've got the oh, <laughs> pronunciation. <wow. laughs> I think it's, and Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted what he requested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. That's kind of gives me goosebumps there. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's so that's really how I look at the word of the year because I found and, and I've written about this, you know, I've done guest posts and things like that, but uh, I've really found that the word of the year in your homeschool can give you a lens to look at what you're doing, what you're involved in, even curriculum and classes and programs that you're involved in. One year I know we did was Isaiah 3140 was SOAR, S-O-A-R. And I love that verse. But SOAR was a wonderful word that was one of my kids graduated from high school. And it was a very exciting time for our family. We also moved that year and just had a whole new world of opportunities open up to us. And that was a, a very encouraging and exciting, exciting year. It says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Yeah. And basically the scripture that, that starts my prayer in coming up with my word of the year is, is Jeremiah 29, 11. And that one, I can tell you say backwards, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope in the future. And I know that we have free will and God has blessed us with free will, but I also know that, that in his divine providence and omniscience, that there's nothing that he, will happen that he doesn't know about. I don't, I can't put that together and it doesn't make sense in my, you know, my little human head, but I know those, both of those things can exist, that we can have free will and that he can know our futures. It does say in, in the Bible too, that, you know, there are, there are works that he has created for us to do before time began. So he gives us a little peek into that, that, yeah, I, I really do know what's going on, but we do have at the same time free will. So I'm not sure how all that works together. I'm not a theologian. I don't lose sleep about it at night either, but I know that God has plans for me and he does want me and my family to prosper, not to be harmed, to have hope and to have a future. And so that's the foundation that I use every year as my prayer for asking God to give me what, what word do you want me to kind of use as a lens for next year in, in my homeschool, in my life, in my marriage, uh, just in my relationships with my friends, with my friends, et cetera. You know, Pat, when you were talking about word of the year, I was saying, well, that's not something we ever did. We never like chose a particular word and, you know, chose it for the year. But as you're talking, I, w I was like, oh, now I, I know um, I've gone to a Bible study group for 20 years now. And one of the ladies that, that um, is one of the people that, sets it all up and you know gets everything organizes everything and speakers and everything she we always have like a scripture of the month like a little scripture of the month and she gives us these little laminated cards and so just to help us remember it or if you want to use it as a bookmark in your bible or something but what i've done over the years is i have them all over my house and i place them so they so they match. So we'll have, oh, well, my bathroom is kind of green and brown. So she <laughs> laminates them on these pretty good. And I make sure it always matches, right? <laughs> so, so funny. But it's amazing how even when you're not conscious that you're looking at the word because it's there in your kitchen or it's there in your bathroom or it's there on the mirror of your room, you see it over and over. And 
it gives you peace. So I was thinking, oh, that's kind of neat because we kind of like I just kind of thought, oh, these are so pretty. I want to just put them out. <laughs> but when you're talking about a word that can help your homeschool, we had a son. We only have one son, but he was ill from the time he was three till almost his 12th birthday. Oh and um, it, it's kind of an amazing story of what happened because for years we didn't know what was wrong, what was ailing him. So in that time, I one of the big things that God taught me was that I had was always looking forward. I was always the person like, okay, like work really hard and here's my goal and work towards my goal and that. But I wasn't very good about being in the moment. I was always forward looking. And so when my son was ill, I was always scared about the future. Like we were told he had cancer when he was three um, and you're there as a mom going, wow, is he going to grow up one day? How long are we going to have him? And as things went on and we didn't really know for a long time what the issue was, I, I finally learned mm. to focus on today, each day, instead of looking forward. And this helped me when we homeschooled, because instead of worrying about, oh, my kids are struggling on reading and we've been working on the spelling forever. And I don't feel like we've made any progress. I was always thinking like too far ahead rather than today. We had a good day together. Everybody got what they were supposed to get done. We had, we got outside. We enjoyed God's creation. You know, we had some laughs over some funny sentences they wrote for their paragraph or their poem they were working on. And it taught me, my son's illness taught me to focus on today because today we have, tomorrow's not promised, yesterday's gone, we can't do anything about it, but today we have. And so it taught me to live each day. And the scripture that I, the one scripture that is kind of my life scripture mm-hmm. yeah, is whenever I'm feeling anxious or I'm getting ahead of myself, worried about the future is Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which is, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known, be made to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm, that's and, beautiful. And that is that to me is my life scripture, because anytime I get ahead of myself and I'm, I'm that has just calmed me right down focused brought me back to today my son's good today yeah we have to go to the hospital today or whatever but you know what today we're okay mm-hmm. and it taught me to live and be thankful for each and every day and to truly live not be living in the future and I, I it was such a revelation to me because I realized how much of a future I was always like goal oriented, reaching for something and not enjoying today. Right. And there will be seasons that God might want you to be thinking about the future. You know, the Proverbs 31 woman, she purchases a, a piece of property. She plans for it and builds her, you know, and, and, and uh, raises her, her crops. I yes. mean, so there is, there are seasons of, 
planning and being future. But but I would agree with you that, and I, and I suffer from this too, that when that becomes our focus, that we're always looking at the future and always thinking, because honestly, we're not, we're not usually thinking, we're being anxious and fearing. Yes. Uh, but when that, so that when that's always on our mindset, yeah, there's so much that we, that we miss out on in the here and now. But I love when you were talking about the cards, the little cards of scripture mm-hmm. that you have around your house. And, and you were kind of laughing because it was, they match your decor. But what I was thinking was, you think God didn't know that? Like God, yeah. and I, I don't mean to be making it sound trite, but, but he really cares so much about every little thing in our life that he knew that that whatever paper she put that on would fit into your bathroom decorating. And that sometimes you might need that word from him yeah. you know, and it's up there because it, it fits in, but he also wants to remind you, Hey, Trace, I'm still here. <laughs> you know, I haven't forgotten you. And I just, I love how that's, you know, that's a day-to-day thing of how he can work with, with us when we let him you know, but, but I found that the word of the year does help me through seasons where I find where I have found that I was getting ahead of myself and living in anxiety helped mm-hmm. me to step back and kind of grasp onto his word. You know, he promises that his word will never return void. And what that means is that when we use it, when we hear it, when we say it, when we pray it, that there will be fruit, there will be action from that and, and a result in our lives. And it, it, it'll look different for everybody. It's whatever we need. You know, God knows how to how to work that out, which I love, you know, it's such a personal thing. Yeah. And so whether you have a, you know, word of the month or a word of the year or a life, life versus, you can still have a life verse and have a word of the year. Like yeah. I love his, his word is so create, you know, you can be so creative with it and that there's nothing wasted. And I, I think the most beautiful thing about it is that when you rely on his word, the burden comes off Mm -hmm. like in Philippians when it says, and the peace, which surpasses all understanding. And I experienced that full force the night before my son was having this operation to take out this huge, massive tumor in his neck. We were kind of like, okay, what's, what's the treatment plan going to be and all this. But I sort of turned it over to the Lord that night and said, okay, he's yours. He's not mine. You loaned him to us. And I thank you for giving this beautiful child to me. And as I watched my three-year-old go into surgery, Mm. I was in, I had turned it over. And so I actually slept the night before I slept like a full eight hours, which Mm. I hadn't done in like months Mm. because I turned it over and I said, whatever is supposed to happen, God, I'll accept it. Just give me the strength and the wisdom to get through it and my son to get through it and our family to get through it. And the next day we had kind of a miracle, but what it did is I, that taught me to lean on the Lord and he delivered so unbelievably that it's also shown me that in the times where things don't turn out how we want them to, the Lord has other plans and that's still okay. So it's, it's allowed me to trust and know that I don't have to carry that burden. The Lord has it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to carry it. I just have to be the best I can be following his will each day of my life. That's right. And I, it's so freeing. 
I, you know, it's so freeing. He's got it figured out. <laughs> and this has everything to do with our homeschooling journey, everything, because one of the, my biggest takeaways from, from homeschooling was in the growth of my faith, my personal faith, because there were times when, you know, we, we raised the kids in a, in a very small uh, town in, in Southwest Georgia, had limited, you know, resources. It wasn't a big city or anything very adequate and we, and I don't regret a day of living there. But in terms of somebody who might've had a lot of resources who lived in the city, they'd be like, how do you homeschool there? Doesn't that, you know? But there were times when I was thinking, uh, when the, when my two oldest were, were entering uh, high school and we had to do, you know, biology and chemistry labs in, in school. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, how do I have to buy all that stuff? You know, it just, the logistics of it, just get made by gave me a headache and one of the homeschool dads who I knew the family but I didn't realize uh he you know he was a, a teacher at the college well he was a biology teacher at the college <laughs> and he did a biology lab for a bunch of my the kids and their peers who were in high school and then the next semester just segued right into a chemistry lab so so they had labs taught by like a really science teacher in a real college lab. I mean, it was amazing experience for them. I used to bring the younger kids and we used to go and just sit in the back so we could watch them do some of the more fascinating labs. You know, it was really fun. And God provided. But that was exactly it. When we were going into that year, I thought, God, you've got to reveal something here because I'm not a science person and I have to do these labs and the equipment was expensive, you know, all the things. And that worked out beautifully but it was something I had to just kind of turn over. We weren't ready to put them in school just because they needed a lab course and he provided beautifully. And so, but so our whole homeschooling journey has been like that little snippets of, okay, I can't figure this out. This is beyond me. I'm here (laughs) just to do your stuff. And he comes through wonderfully. What you're saying too, about uh, removing the anxiety and the burden. That is exactly what that my word of the year remember has done for me this year during COVID and thinking, ooh, this is not how I, what I had planned. This is not how I saw things going, whether for good or for bad, it's just totally foreign. And that hit the word, you know, remember the wonders he has done is how that verse starts. And because he has worked before, why would I assume his character would all of a sudden change just because of COVID and he wouldn't be working now? Yes. Well, when I was saying earlier, like I'm happy go lucky, I wasn't always that way, Mm -hmm. but I, as I've learned to turn it over and just, I always think, okay, what new adventure is happening now? And when things don't go, like I thought they were going to go, it sounds weird, but I kind of get excited because I've learned from experience that God leads us on a new path, something that we've never would have thought of, of doing. So I was just thinking like for all of you parents that might be listening and sometimes you might feel ill-equipped mm. with your kids, you know, if they're struggling in certain areas or trying to make things work and, and wondering, oh, do I even have all the skills? Like God gave you these little beautiful people. And so he equipped you. These were, these children were meant to be your children. He planned for that. So they are the perfect little people for you to teach and mentor and guide. And so 
don't worry, he's going to fill in the blanks where you may not see them. And it's kind of neat because what I, what I have enjoyed and now looking back at my kids, because they're all so different from each other. And from me, we've learned a lot together Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. It, It helps me relate to other people more who aren't like I am an extreme extrovert and I have an extreme introvert son, but boy, have I learned from him Mm. wisdom, things that I had never saw before because he sees things so differently than I do. And I love it. It's like, Oh, wow. I didn't know that. (laughs) I must've annoyed all these people (laughs) before a little more. That's what I was going to point out when you were talking about that you are equipped to, to give them what they need, but the, the other, it works the other way too. You know, they, when you, when we look at struggles can be God using them to work, make, do a work in you. You know, it's not, a, it's not a one-way street. It's not that we're the parents. So, you know, we have all the answers and it's our, it is our job to raise our kids, you know, in the wisdom and knowledge of, of the Lord and all that. But God, God is working both ways in that relationship. Yeah, he's and he's given them to to us, lent lent them to us uh, to do the same thing, to do a work in us as well. And as much as you love your children, God loves them even more and loves them enough to really bless them with you as their parents. Yeah, I know we don't always feel that way, especially moms. You know, I'm just speak for moms that we're so good at and maybe it's just me. <laughs> we're so good at looking at the ways that we've let our kids down or feel that we fail them. And did we need to get a little mindset on that? Yeah. I, you know, Pat, when you were talking about, you framed the word so you could look at it. I thought, oh, I love that because, you know, when we frame something and we put it on the wall, it's usually something that's precious to us. It's something that's either visually appealing or it speaks to us. And so to take God's word and frame it and it's right there always there. So then those times when we're, we're, you know, struggling with whatever or anxious or whatever, all we have to do is look up and it's right. It's right there. He's right there always. So that's beautiful. I, I, I love that idea. I wish I had thought of that like years ago to do that, but, um, well, so much that, same, that same thing, you know, that the next, what what's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago? What's the next best time? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, what what you know, we were talking like as we head to New Year's and New Year's resolutions. I never did resolutions because I didn't like the idea of you start something and two weeks later <laughs> you've messed up and it's done for the year and you wait for next year. Right. It, it just seems silly to me because I always felt like God calls us each day to do our best. So don't beat yourself up if you mess up one day, just the next day. Or the next hour, the next minute, mm-hmm. turn it over. Okay, this isn't going well. Help me move forward. So I, I'm not a resolution person because I don't like that, that you know, the first of the year kind of thing. Well, I kind of like the thing, is, the thing is, the goal is that you don't quit in two weeks. But because we're human and yeah. we often either set impossibly high standards for, I mean, when I did resolutions, they were either impossibly high to reach because I, my thought was, well, I've got all year to do it. But in reality, what happens is in two weeks, you're like, oh my gosh, this is never going to happen. And right. Then, and then you toss it. I mean, you're right. So, but what I love about 
getting a word from from the word was I don't know about you, but I'm not about to just toss out scripture. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not about to just discount scripture, even though I might struggle with some passages and some things. I'm not just going to say, oh, well, forget it or, or drop it. So I, I feel like if God's given me that word, which I, you know, I feel that he had in prayer, there's a reason for it. Yeah. And so I will stick with it throughout the year, even when things aren't, when I, even when things aren't going well, even when I'm not quite understanding what's going on or how he's using this, that's his word. He doesn't lie. Yeah. Not in his character. So if you, if I, I think like above all else, when we rely on God, our homeschooling just gets better and better. Mm -hmm. So from our family to yours, have a very blessed Christmas. And I'd be interested in hearing if any of you feel uh, inspired to do a word of the year, please pop on, hop on speak pipe, which is in our show notes and let us know what you come up with. Cause that's always interesting and encouraging to hear from our listeners. All right. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another candid conversation. For more information on life-changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy. 